Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, on the 437th. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember. Yeah, 437th episode of uh, You Can Build It call-in talk show. Uh, This is Chuck Bartok, your host for many years in the past. Uh, here, after missing a week last week, we did have house guests, and uh, they were uh, they, they were uh, uh, kind of a high point in our life. So we wanted to spend quality time with our family last week, so we didn't have the show. We're joined so far today by uh, the great author Jay Cadmus. Uh, Jay's Hello. book is. Are you there? Yes, sir. I am. Okay. There's Jay. And uh, Jay, tell, just uh, kind of briefly introduce yourself. Tell us how other people can reach you and uh, what your most popular book is. Well, uh, I uh, am a Texas resident at the, at the moment, and people can reach me at uh, www.thinkwork.com. And uh, you can read the... Uh, book that I'm posting on there for uh, weekly readings. Oh, fantastic. Now, that's a new book, Jay, correct? No, it's uh, what I've done is uh, oh, okay. working, still working on uh, Constable Outreach 3.5 and okay. uh, working on some uh, promotional material. So it's uh, I'm posting up one chapter a week. Oh, very good. Great. All right. And then we have Diane uh, Stevenson with us from London, Ontario, Canada. Diane, what's uh, how you know? Give us your bona fides. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we, um, my my website. Sure, give us your website, and how can yeah, we reach you on, on Facebook and all that good I'll stuff? On, yeah, Facebook. Um, I'm uh, Diane Stevenson, author, or Diane. I think I'm Diane Stevenson. One. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, my website currently is successbemind.wordpress.com until I get you, my other one public. Are you getting closer? I am, but I can't get into my um, I can't uh, my uh, what do you call it? My cPanel. Yeah. I my oh, my, okay. my my uh, info doesn't work. All right, do I me a favor. Do me a favor, please. Send me an email tonight, and we'll touch base on that tomorrow, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some strange thing, I can get into your cPanel. And <laughs> okay. Don't ask I, yeah, me. It, I did no, do it. Yeah, I know but, you have. But it, now the information that was saved in there for my login, it doesn't right. work anymore. Right. Well, we, 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 can, we, can change, we can fix that, okay? okay? But drop me an email to remind me, please. It's okay. not that I... You know, remind me to do that tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And here comes 301. I think that might be the, the McIntyres. Yeah, that's us. That's uh, Lou and Karen McIntyre. Are you both well, there Karen's today? not in right now. We've got our okay. son and grandson in, so she's uh, upstairs entertaining them. 
Well, uh, that's she well. Had we some surgery last week. Well, that's right. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. actually. And she's wow. doing very well, and hopefully we're going to get the good news this week that uh, we're done with that problem. Fantastic. Well, we hope that's true. I get, and then I get to do my surgery next Monday. Now, why don't you guys just quit all this surgery stuff? Come on now. That's, that's no <laughs> well, problem. Well, I'd like to. Believe me. Lou, uh, tell the people real quick who are listening today, tomorrow, and, and we hope in the future, a further future, uh, they can reach you, Lou McIntyre and Karen McIntyre, on Facebook under your names, correct? M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E? Yes. Okay. And your website and Karen's website, I know they're different because one's hers and one's yours, right? Uh, no. Uh, my no? website is Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, dash McIntyre. Uh, and she doesn't have one. She's on uh, okay. her professional Facebook is Karen D McIntyre with the period. Mm-hmm. And mine is Lewis McIntyre. And those are my our two Facebook pages. Okay, and that's M C I N T Y R E. Thank you, Yankee Romeo Echo. Got it. Thank you very much, Lou, and we're going to come back to the topic here. Gerara, did you want to speak about yourself? Tell a little bit of how people can reach you, and uh, what's new and exciting in your publishing world? Well, I'm trying to get done this last book of the contract, and um, it was supposed to be done last year, but uh, oh. I'm going to try to, get, try to get this book done this year because I, I had left the company when the last book was done, Right. So they didn't want me to leave, so they comped me a new book and gave me a new deal and took care of all the uh, administrative expenses and all that stuff. So I'm trying to get that out of the way. But I have some ideas for, like, two books after that. So I'm just going to throw everything in this one book because it's too much censorship. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with my little niece and, I'm with my little niece and nephew. Say oh, hi. great. Hi. Great. Hi. Boy, you're with Uncle Gerard, huh? Yeah. He's seven treat, years old. Does he treat you pretty good? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, Gerara, uh, you're on Facebook under your name, Gerara. That's J-A-W-A-R-A. Is it D. King? Yeah, I have an um, author page and I have a regular page. Okay, so they can just look at, I mean, there's not a lot of Gerara's on Facebook, so that's a great start, isn't it? Now, did you ever put a website together, Gerara? Um, GerarraKing.com, but the publishing company uh, runs that. Oh, do they? Okay, okay. Well, maybe someday that'll change for you. What I wanted to speak yeah, about I mean, today, I, I own, I mean, I own the domain name. I own right. the domain name, and it's but, linked to their page, but I can Okay. If I was technical, I could uh, switch the domain name over and build a site, but that's just too much right now. I'm trying to get the well, it's, well, when the contract runs out, you can uh, make changes. So, What I wanted to talk about today, as I said in the invitation that was sent out, uh, we, we've had some interesting – the last show we had, I mentioned uh, some – New ideas in marketing and book marketing. The ideas aren't new. The systems are new to us. And today I even looked into another uh, avenue of uh, 
looking at a program or a company that puts your books into uh, bookstores, which we're putting on the back burner right now. I know there's many things out there, but somebody suggested a company that was more reasonable and so on and so forth. We're investigating that. But one of the problems that business people who happen to be authors and have a desire to sell books, uh, today uh, everybody seems to rely on the Amazonian monster, which is a great venue. However, depending on your genre, uh, you just got a lot of competition out there. Now, in bookstores, there's a lot of competition. But just as an aside, I talked to several people in the last week or so, and uh, local bookstores may be a great opportunity because the bookstore owner and you can develop a relationship. I found one in Chico, California, that uh, her, uh, whatever, what do you want to call it, the markup or whatever. Actually, if she sells a book, we're netting the same amount as we would through a sale on Amazon, okay? And she's making money too. And what she likes is two books, two to three books of each book. And, uh, you know, it's just a personal relationship. So she calls and says, hey, bring me a couple more books. And so we do that. Uh, That happens to be the only local I've got one another 30 miles away, which I may, may enter. But um, I, I see Lou popped up here. Lou, did, did you have want to say something about bookstores? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of uh, things that you want to do. If you're not dealing with a, a small outfit that you're personally connected to, uh, one, your book has, if you're self-published, uh, the book has to be on Ingram Spark. Mm-hmm. Because they have a return policy for bookstores, right? Uh, and uh, most bookstores will not consider you unless uh, you're with Ingram Spark. Right. And secondly, most bookstores won't carry an independently published book anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless, uh, unless it's a, unless know, it's a local unless bookstore. Unless bookstores that specifically cater to the independent. Right. Right. And, and the, the company that I was looking at earlier today, uh, let me see if I can bring up its name. Holy cow, I don't know how to use this anymore, guys. I'm really in trouble. Uh, oh, my gosh. I had it bookmarked, and now I can't find it. <laughs> uh, something, it had a strange name. Oh, my gosh. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll catch it for next time, but uh, they deal primarily with independent authors, Uh, you know, independently published or or whatever we want to call it. Um, Hold on. Hold on. I just might have pulled the right thing. I just wanted to get you their name, and you guys uh, can take a look at it. Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Why isn't it there? Well, I will, like I said, uh, this computer thing sometimes gets the best of me, and... uh, I went to unsorted bookmarks, and it wasn't there. Uh, Well, let's try this. Anyway, uh, in the sales thing, what we've done, now this is in our control, uh, you know, the the things on our website. We have had some good success in uh, the new system that we implemented called Later Pay. Later Pay, Pay Later, where... 
we put their software on our website and we can have our books on there chapter by chapter and we have the control of letting you read one or two chapters and then if you want to read further you pay a small amount and you're given access to the web to that book for any length of period that you want we're also going to do that on the audios uh, therefore you know uh, the audio will be available chapter by chapter or uh, download the whole file at once and do with it what you want. Uh, what's been amazing, and then you could have a coupon, you can develop a coupon and put that into your email list and say because you're a subscriber, you can access our uh, that novel uh, for a reduced price. They charge 15% off the top and pay every week. That's their charge, but they provide the software. And the, the service, I've had three webinars, face-to-face uh, -face webinars with two of their uh, fine employees, and they've been so helpful. Uh, so I just want to bring that up. It's helped increase another income stream. Okay. Oh, here it is, Dart Frog Books. Meet Dart Frog Books. Uh, that's the company that does uh, put books into bookstores for self-published authors. Uh, their website is very simple. They have marketing services, uh, uh, then they have bookstore placement, and they have their prices. Uh, uh, curated titles are placed into a minimum of 20 bookstores. Anyway, just uh, something I haven't looked into as deeply as I want to, dartfrogbooks.com. Might be something for somebody who uh, thinks it might be a good idea. We don't know. <laughs> now, uh, where did I do with the, oh my gosh, okay. So, the other thing that we did, I believe it was since our last show, is Jim made a post, Jim made a post uh, on his uh, author page on Facebook and two groups. And, uh, Believe it or not, he said point blank, uh, I appreciate all the support our readers have had uh, in order to maintain uh, that which we do, the website and so on and so forth. Um, I, I'd like to you know, just flat out ask you to uh, take a look at the books that we have for sale and uh, at least share them with your friends. So he asked, he just blatantly asked for people to buy books. And we sold 38 books in less than a day just through that, um, <laughs> just through the ask on Facebook. And now this isn't something you do every week, correct? You, you know, I mean, everybody, I think, would agree to that. It's not something you're going to, you're not going to beg for, um, uh, what's the word I want, uh, you know, beg for sales every week. But um, I, the report, the total report for the month is going to be, well, I'm going to call it uh, the the last few days of July and uh, the month of August. I'm keeping track of this. The other interesting thing is we saw activity from previous buyers who were prompted to buy them as gifts because of the, quote, plea or the asking. And... Uh, 
I don't know how anybody feels about that. Of course, having the book for sale on the website uh, would be mandatory. Uh, uh, you, you could send them out to Amazon, but you're giving things away that way, uh, and you're keeping people on your website uh, for other things if you if they are buying on the website. So uh, that was our biggest takeaway. Uh, and it's based on something that I learned many years ago. Uh, you have to ask for the sale. I can give you the most beautiful presentation, all the charts and you know bells and whistles and everything else, and, and you think, wow, that's fantastic. But if I don't complete the process by saying, is there any reason you can't start today? Is there any reason that we can't put this building on your property today? Or is there any reason why you can't take this horse home today? Uh, the sale might not happen. People like to be asked. I don't know why. Anybody have any comments on that? <laughs> Jump in here. Do you like to be asked, Jay? Uh, I yes. Uh, okay. I'm. Uh, I was I was trying to think of a, a situation that uh, where somebody just recently asked me to do something and it caused me to do it. Mm -hmm. But it. Uh, I I think what it does is it breaks down that that barrier um, that people have a normal tendency to build up when they're listening to a salesperson. And then by uh, by asking the question, you break down that barrier, and and you can you may or may not get the sale. Right, right. And I think the asking of the sale has has uh, been. I'm not a new wave person. <laughs> you know, kind of ingrained in the ways I've been working for six decades. Um, some people think you know building relationships is important. But I still had to ask Shirley to marry me. You know, we met, and 90 days later we were married, but I had to ask her. Or did she ask me? No, <laughs> I asked her. So, you know, otherwise what would have probably happened is it might have just blended down to nothing or, or just, you know, gone away. So asking is not hard. And the art of asking I think is where where the um, where the rub comes in. Again, a great presentation. Asking actually is the beginning of the sale because you should ask your readers what it is they like, or you should know that you're putting material in front of readers who like what you're doing. And if you don't know who your readers are, it's a good idea to start asking. Do you like? Are you interested in? What what period of history, you know, do you favor the most? Silly questions like that. It's kind of like the shirts that the McIntyre, uh, the McIntyres wear, which say, uh, ask me about my books. <laughs> That's an ask, isn't it? Ask me about my books. And once you've explained to them what your books are and, and uh, what they cover, it's a, you know, uh, can I put a couple in the mail for you? Let's get the process started today. Uh, asking for the sale seems to work. It did for us. Is it going to continue? I would have to say that in the last 
eh, 40 hours, maybe 36 hours, sales have slowed down a little bit. But this big push was last Wednesday. Also, was it because it was the end of the month and the beginning of the new month, you know, money in, in hand? That's another consideration of when to ask for the sale. Would you ask for somebody to buy your book on Christmas Eve, or should you ask them around Thanksgiving time to consider it as a gift for their friends for Christmas? So timing in the asking is also important. Comments. Come on, kick in here, Jay and Diane and Lou. Well, I would say my Christmas ad goes out. Yeah, really uh, late October after Halloween. Good, good. uh, And it basically begins with books make good Christmas gifts. Very good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And they do. And they do. So that's, uh, so you're right around, uh, so you're actually the first of November then, eh? Yeah, thereabouts, even late October. Okay, now what kind of ads do you put out? Is this on social media? Do you? Uh... Yeah, that, that's that's my almost exclusive. Okay, okay. All right. So uh, you're not doing anything. Uh, you're not wearing a T-shirt that says "Buy Christmas." <laughs> Ask me about my Christmas presents. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the, it's nice to sell books locally like that, but I get a lot more off of uh, I know, Big Monster I know. Amazon. Sure, sure. No, I, I was just, I was just, <laughs> you know, an added, an added incentive there or something. Yeah. So, how about you, Diane? Have you given any consideration to setting up a program of asking? Well, I, um, I believe on, um, I believe on my post I asked for. Okay. Buy. I think I did. Okay. I did that last week. I can't remember what I put on it now. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's let 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 let's research this. See, see, I think see at what the you... I think at the end of the post, yeah. I put some kind of a comment about. Um, I hope you'll buy or something because I've got all mm-hmm. the links for each one of them on there. And yeah, and and you know, I I'm gonna. This is kind of something I learned. Oh God, I was a kid, a little little guy, starting my paper route. Um, I never hope somebody buys, and I'm putting emphasis on the word hope. I just assume they are. And this is a personal thing. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wrote a damn good book, and it's something that you ought to read. Now, we don't say that, but we mm-hmm. project that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, see, I hope you like my book. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfectly okay to say, I know you're liking my book, you know. Or you can fall back to say, many, the response of our readers has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Would you like to jump on that bandwagon? So Hopefully I mean, it, I can talk to people about the person that endorsed my newest book. Right, right. Because you had a, some of these people; they know who she is. Yes, yes. And so I can say, you know, what she has said about it—not just what she said in the endorsement, mm-hmm. but other things that she has said to me. Because uh, the last email I got from her, she said, "I hope your book does well. It's it's really needed." Especially in churches, right? Phenomenal, so can, boy. That's that's a I can that's a make that 
you know, I can p- put that out there. I don't mm-hmm. have her permission to put it on public media or anything. Right, I understand. But I can speak it out to people, you know, that they know, okay, this woman knows, says it's a good book, so mm-hmm. she should know. She's founder of a, a women's uh, ministry and whatnot, Great. so uh, I think it... Um, I don't think it does any harm. Let's put it that way. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no. In in endorsements and testimonials are are, you know, you're not. Again, I think we have evolved, or or so somehow society has put pressure. I, I going back to the topic before the tragedies we've had is for somehow or some reason it seems society wants to take away the individual strength and you know which what you're saying is individual strength your book is a is a, an accomplishment of an individual strength something that you should be proud of and should have no compunction of putting it out there nothing to hold you back to put it out there you know it's good, and your opinion is is important because it's your opinion. And you know, being born in the image and likeness of greatness, how can you go wrong? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the uh, sales of our books is a long and lengthy process, as uh, Lou and and Karen have found out. Gerard has been published for quite a while. He's been published since he joined us over 10 years ago. Gerard, if you can come in, have you seen your book sales stay steady, or have you seen them peak and valley more in the last couple of years? Because your books are about individualism, and the strength of the individual and the mindset of an individual? Uh, that's a tough question because, um, hold on, let me take this thing off. That's a tough question because uh, when Borders went out of business, I, I, um, they corporately sponsored me for a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh I got a lot of sales that way when I was on tour with Borders. But when they went out of business, then I was, like, going around to, like, the different universities and stuff, and then that kind of slowed down. But um, right now everything is consistent, but it's not like it used to be with all the bookstores closing down. It's like less places to go. You just have, like, um, I think, like, Books a Million and Barnes & Noble, and they – normally only let the really big guys go in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um, other than that, it's like consistent, like a couple hundred here and there. But um, it was better back when um, Borders was open. When, when, when you had that great relationship, yeah. And, and you know, that the fact that they're not here anymore... You know, we talk about the traditional, we talk about the self-publishing, we talk about the pros and cons of each, but I think the industry is totally evolving into the strength of the self-published author, and it becomes incumbent on that self-published author to focus their business mindset into marketing and gain skills Trial and error, practice, listening to silly programs like this that have ideas. And there's lots of them around. There's webinars every day by all the professionals and experts. But I I think book sales are not bad. Uh, It's just 
they have to be redirected. It's, it's not like it used to be or how things used to be done. So we have to adapt to the new methods. And uh, it's, there are so many innovations. And the beautiful thing for the self-published author is most of these things are very reasonable, low to no cost. Again, you can go to Jim's website, and if you want to read, now here's what we did. On the two biggest selling books, 30 Days Has September, book one and book two, the first 10 days and the second 10 days, uh, you have to start paying right off. I mean, you go to the first page, and there's a little thing that pops up and says, uh, you know, if you have a coupon, uh, or if not, you pay this amount of money. And you have access to this site for X period of time. And we're talking weeks, not days. Uh, you would have access to that novel if you want to read another novel. Now, on some of the novels that are not as hot and don't have as much name recognition, I have set the system up so you can read one or two chapters before the button comes in. And uh, that's a f kind of a new way of selling books. At the bottom of each chapter, of course, is a link to the next chapter. And the only disadvantage is a person has to write down in their mind or on a piece of paper when they leave the website what chapter they're leaving on. I mean, you know, that's uh, self-maintenance, I guess, or whatever. And uh, we're selling that opportunity for less about half the price of the ebooks this isn't big money we're talking about but it's added money the work's already been done and we're going to do the same system on the audio so that that's a new way of doing things uh, that wasn't available two three four years ago it's so simple and again it cost us nothing to do it the only thing that we know is that they're taking 15%. So if the if it's 4.99 to have access to the website, uh, we're going to get what uh, $4.70, you know. And they they maintain, upgrade, and work very closely with you to uh, to set it up. It's it's kind of an easy process once you get it down. Um, Anyway, uh, any any input? Because we're going to wrap it up here, so I can uh, take care of the the family things. Gerard? Hey, you remember? Remember when you consoled me when the uh, university tour failed? Right. Because they had um, one of the book buyers put me on a. Uh, college tour and the schools were ordering boxes and boxes and boxes of books that's and right they and they were and they weren't selling and i called you upset and you were like oh well the schools collect fees to cover those costs so don't worry about it <laughs> do you remember that yes i do yes i do that was quite a while ago also yes yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of failures well you know i think I think we've all experienced that. That's nothing new to any of us. Um, it doesn't all. But we have to constantly be testing, Gerara. You know, we have to constantly be trying something new. I'm not going to tell anybody that this uh, marketing system that I just outlined on having the book able to be read on the website, uh, 
is going to be fantastically successful in terms of the way people talk today. But interestingly, I did get an email from one of the people who opted into that, and he thought it was cool. Maybe this might be a way for younger generations to be more active. My generation is oh, awfully you know, hard. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't want to ruin the show or anything, but some past people that have been on the show are kind of upset with you because they can't comprehend you letting people read chapters for free. <laughs> I can't say I can't say any names, but yeah. Uh, well, you know, everybody has the right they, to they, do they, that. They, they should have brought they should have brought it up on the show so you could defend yourself. Well, there, there, there's no see how these people let people read samples for free. Yeah, they can buy it. We don't get it. Yeah, well, well, see, and is it interesting that nobody looks further to see? that a large percentage of the people that read it for free buy it. Because people like convenience. And if they want to, again, reading online is the most cumbersome. Mm-hmm. The next step to be more comfortable would be the ebook, correct? And then we know there's a lot of people who love to hold and smell the printed page. Our job is to provide a market it is to provide a product that's acceptable. This system, people have been able to read for free, and we feel that we're going to let people read a book for free as it's being written, right? Because it creates interest. We get emails every week, hey, you haven't put a new chapter of the cat up. That means the readers are anticipating a new chapter. It means that they've developed a relationship with you. And they may already have bought one of the books that was completed. And I'm not defending this. It, 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 It has worked for a couple of hundred years through the word serialization. Some of the most famous books in the world were serialized prior to ever being published. So it's nothing new. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sorry if somebody's mad at me because I'm, I don't know what to say. Anybody want to get me out of this thing? Well, it, it works. I tell it, it you, works. Uh, it, you, have to, you have to be a forward thinker. And if you're not a forward thinker, you're just going to, Stay right where you're at. You're not going to move right. anywhere. Right. So uh, you know, keep keep it up, Chuck. You're you're well, you're doing well. Well, hey, I, I'll use an example. She's not here to defend or argue with me. Nancy asked me a year ago, April. Nancy Henderson, who never wrote a book in her life and just had all those letters. And she said, "How do you do it?" And I said, "Well, I don't know if what I'm doing is right or what we're doing is right, but here's what we're doing." And she followed it to a letter. She now has two books published. The third will be out in the next week or two, and the fourth will be behind it. You can go read her books for free on her website, as people do. And you can read her blog. But Nancy is selling books every week. She was, quote, and I hope everybody understands, she was nobody, a lady from Sweeney, Texas. Other than the people in Sweeney, Texas that know her, and the fact that her husband was a football coach, and they were both very active in their communities, 
But she now has people around the world buying her books, or around the country anyway, and on up into Canada. So she, in her own way, using her own style, duplicated what we did. Will it work for Jay? Will it work for Lou and Karen? Would it work for Gerara? Would it work for Diane? We don't know, but it costs practically nothing to try it. <laughs> that was the thing that fascinated me. What does it cost? Even a book that's already written. You know, what is it? Uh, th- there is one, Joanne Nesbitt just started posting her chapters. Her book is yet to be published. Uh, she now is developing a following of people. Several hundred, uh, what's, what's her uh, stat? She's brand new. This is brand new. I think she's up to chapter 10 on her site. And uh, she's so, and She's not looking to become the you know, New York Times bestseller. She's looking for people to read her. She has an axe to grind. Her story is an expose, now in the fiction form. But uh, she wasn't happy the way. Interesting. I think it's Could. interesting because even if nobody buys the book, a couple right. hundred people read what you had to say. Right. Okay. Her website started on July 16th. Okay. She has had 2,488 pages read. The book is not yet published. 897 people have read 2,488 pages. Today, 15 people visited her website. They're from the United States and the United Kingdom. And she's getting, uh, Facebook has sent 227 people, no, excuse me, 327. Uh, Twitter has sent eight readers. Google search has sent seven. This is brand new. She's thrilled because nobody knew her name connected with a book. I don't know if this is phenomenal, but I do know she's already had people say, we can't wait till the book is published. You know, I, I, I am I belaboring a dead point here? <laughs> you know, anyway, uh, Joanne's happy. And what did it cost her? It cost her her hosting, and uh, she bought a theme. Uh, she she got the Divi lifetime, or the elegant theme lifetime package, one time fee, and the rest of it is her work. She's learning how to use Facebook, and she has her Facebook page, and po- you know all of the same things we've talked about on this show. Will her book sell tens of thousands of copies? I doubt that, but I have a feeling when her book is published, it won't be too long before she sees her thousandth book sold because of the of what the book is about. <laughs> it's an expose on Agent Orange and PTSD which happen to be hot items right now. So, anyway. Hey, everybody, I've got to leave. Uh, I'm very sorry we're cutting it off early. Does anybody have any closing comments? Come on, jump in, please. Interesting show. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Jay. Look forward to hearing from you again. Diane, you want to ask anybody? (laughs) 
<laughs> you want to tell somebody something? <laughs> Buy your book. Huh, Jeff? What's wrong with that, Diane? Yeah. Well, if, we just had another book published along with a study guide and two journals that go along with it. Very good. And we can find those where? On Amazon. On Amazon under Diane Stevenson. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N. Oh, and one N in Diane. One one N in Diane. There you go. Mr. McIntyre, do you have any parting shots, sir? Uh, yeah, I just submitted uh, uh, True Believers uh, to the Naval Institute, and I got a letter back saying expect a decision in a couple of months. Fantastic. And so uh, that'll be my first foray into uh, traditional publication. Uh, I got a... Uh, forward uh, from Vice Admiral Nora Tyson, wow. who is our most senior alumna. She joined my old squadron as Lieutenant JG 10 years after I did. And wow. at that time, VQ-4 and VQ-3 were the only squadrons, operational squadrons, offering women a chance to fly in all positions and earn a warfare specialty. And if it hadn't been for Takamo, she probably wouldn't be a vice admiral today. Wow. Hey, you're getting some great influence there. That's phenomenal. Very good. Yeah. Hey, everybody. She's a very uh, nice lady, by the way. She's very unpretentious. Oh, that's well, obviously, if she's got where she is, she has to be unpretentious. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Go ahead. Before you go, we've come a, we've come a long way from 1999, where people mortgage their homes, yep. uh, refinance their homes to pay 20 grand to publishing self-publishing houses to get that absolutely, stuff out. absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. This is Chuck Bartok from the banks of the Sacramento River saying goodbye and join us again next week. Thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.